It is Locked on Jazz for the 15th of June. The players voice some concern, Donovan amongst them. We'll talk about what this means for the NBA's return. Plus, we'll look at what's going on elsewhere in the sports world. PGA Tour, Confederate flags, and all sorts of other. Plus, my dream app to keep fans engaged. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. Pow! How are you? I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA Insider. Thanks so much for tuning in to your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, geeky numbers, and hopefully making it way better to be a Jazz fan each and every day. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliable, low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Uh, I wanted to open the show today and address how this show is going to kind of involve itself along with all the Black Lives Matters movements. If you're hoping for shut up and dribble, this is sports, you came to sports, I I can't do it. I'll I'll explain why. And if you're now dreading that, oh my gosh, he's going to beat our head, head over... Every day, but no, this isn't going to become a social show either. But there's something going on in our world. And frankly, it's something we all agree with. So, like, don't fall for the divisiveness that's trying to be done to us. Don't fall for it. See, we all agree that good police officers deserve our utmost respect for protecting our community. We all believe that soldiers that go and risk their lives for us and protect our freedom overseas deserve all of our respect. We all believe that every citizen deserves equal opportunity. We all believe, if we're honest, that African Americans and blacks over centuries of slavery have been given less opportunity than other people in our society. And we all agree that less racism is good. Like, this is really important. I read the comments below the Utah Jazz quote of Black Lives Matters. What a bummer. But the bigger bummer is that the people who put that up there are falling for the divisiveness that's out there, that they they can't, unless they're truly just a white supremacist, they can't really believe. I mean, like, to some extent, this is getting simple. You're, like, either a total white supremacist or you're not. Like, it's just, it's actually not that complicated right now. And for the vast majority of us that are not, I don't know what that number is. I'm getting nervous at times that maybe it's only 80% of our country. Maybe it's 90, maybe it's 95, maybe it's 98, let's hope. Not like nobody, nobody is, should fall for this. That's, I guess that's my point. Like, so we're going to talk about it a little bit. I'm not going to be, and and we is the key word. I'm not going to go get on a podium and pontificate and try to browbeat you or change your opinion. I don't actually think there's an opinion to be changed. 
As I just said, I think we actually all agree with all of this. But I'm hoping that like when I talk about it, you respond and we talk about it. See, what I've felt about what's going on is that we, predominantly white America, needs to listen. We need to understand. And I think the biggest thing is we have to be active, not passive. I'm going to guess that many of you fall in the same category as how I feel about myself right now. Which is, I'm definitely against racism. I have, think I've always been very in forward-thinking, enlightened, aware of black plight, which turned out to probably not be true. And I've always been for equality, fairness of opportunity, trying to, all of it. Was I actively doing anything in that regard? No, I think all those things I was talking about were somewhat passive. I think they were, yeah, I'm, I'm for those things. I'm listening. I'm here. But am I doing anything actively? So I'm going to try to be a little bit more active. I need to be for me. I think I need to be for society. And I think that's what they're asking out of us. So that's it. Uh, so we're, we're not going to ignore it. It's pretty awesome. Like Paris was awesome. LA is awesome. COVID-19 unnerving. Um, pretty awesome. Pretty incredible to watch our world rise up for cause. Let's hope it works. Let's hope we make progress. We're pretty damn good at that, by the way. We're pretty damn good as a society of making progress. Maybe not as fast as everyone wants or as much as we need to all the time, but we're pretty damn good at that. From a jazz fan standpoint, it's an issue, right? We put up the Instagram piece and people are just falling into that divisive track. Adam Edmonds wrote a nice piece at Medium about it. Trying to say, hey, the large majority of true fans that purchase tickets, write sponsorships, wear your gear, will have your back to the jazz organization. We no longer stay silent and let your fight our battles and educate our community alone. Beyond the jazz, you know, and, and, and in praising kind of, there was an aspect of, of the, the progress Utah's made. Um, the question now is whether, you know, we shouldn't have those reactions, frankly. It's not great for us. So we'll have to, you know, if you want to read it, no, si no longer silent majority of Utah Jazz fans by Adam Edmonds. And it's a quick three-minute read, according to Medium. I, I must read slower. Um, but those weren't great posts for at least our look as an organization. I, I, you know, we're in a new world. And the players are going to exert their feeling and impact on this moving forward. We'll, we'll dig into it more on future days, but I, they're, they're empowered. Uh, and they were empowered um, with Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving wondering what whether they want to come back and play. It's interesting... 
Like there's, okay, well, the owners are ready to play. You're an employee. You got to go play. Yeah, I don't, like, I, I, maybe not. Whatever the employee decides he doesn't want to work, doesn't want to get paid, he's got a bigger issue he's want to go work on. Like, I think Dwight Howard's a free agent at the end of the year, so if, like, if Dwight Howard really feels this way, it seems like he's wavering a little bit, but if he's going to go not play the rest of the year and he's going to dedicate himself to a social cause, that's kind of awesome. Kyrie Irving's really true. I'm willing to give up everything for social change and social action. If that's true, that's awesome. But I think it's... And Kyrie's, because of Kyrie's background and some of his, you know, flat earth stuff, I think is being miscast a little bit right now. It's a legitimate question. NBA, the African-American black NBA players, I, I'm trying to switch from that because when we did the uh, the Black Coast Roundtables, the host all told me they'd rather be referred to as black than African-American, so I'm adjusting. There's my, you know, listen. Uh, the black NBA players are some of the most high-profile black individuals in our country. If they're truly willing and committed to a social issue overplaying their season. Pretty, like, if I'm an owner, like, damn, like, I need you to play. And this is a big deal that you play for our financial. But that's a pretty, like, they both can be right. It's a pretty large statement if that's truly what's going on there now there's a lot of other elements donovan evidently is involved some we'll dig into those uh as we continue today's show brought to you by rockauto.com rockauto.com kind of cool uh when we met with rock auto sean woodley was on the line and what i kind of loved about what was going on with with uh was Sean was suddenly, all of a sudden Sean got quiet. Sean's our lockdown Raptors host, works somewhat for the company and channel coordinator. And all of a sudden he's like, I found it. And the the founders of Rock Auto were on the line with us. I was like, of course you found it. Like you you can find everything on Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules to brake parts to tail lamps to motor oil to every new carpet and the thing they have that if you go to brick and mortar you're paying their prices and you're paying you're only getting what they have in stock in their little book right well not at rock auto they've got reliably low prices same for professionals or do-it-yourselfers and you spend up to twice as much on parts if you go to brick and mortar store why would you do that go to rockauto.com Right, locked on in their how did you hear about us box so you know who sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Today's show also brought to you by Murdoch Chevy. Fun stuff going on at Murdoch Chevy. I drove by yesterday on our on a little drive. I saw $12,000 off the Silverado. That's at Woods Cross, right? When you drive by, they're also located in Logan. They're doing all the things the Murdoch sure program is you can shop for your chevy online they've worked very very hard to keep their uh building safe and sanitary for you uh so that any covid concerns as we spike a little bit here are taken care of they can bring the car to you for the test drive you can do all your shopping online but now they also have amazing deals the suburban twelve thousand dollars off no payments for 120 days how about the equinox zero percent for 72 months how about the Silverado? 0% for 72 months. The Silverado truck is incredible. Like everyone drives these trucks because they think they're 
big and they're tough. And they're, Fact of the matter is that's like sitting in a lazy boy chair. It's the most comfortable car truck I've driven ever. It was amazing when we had the Silverado. Just power and comfort all at the same time. I could see where you could drive that for absolutely ever. Plus, remember, if you're a first responder, you've got the healthcare discount through June 30th. Healthcare professionals are eligible for the GM's first responder discount. That's all at Murdoch Chevy. So Dwight Howard and Kyrie Irving have voiced some concern. Donovan Mitchell evidently voiced some concern with some of the younger players on insurance. There's a lot of really good questions here. The bigger picture to me on this is, like, if we're trying to move 300, 450 with 330 people into a bubble and there's not some concern, they're not paying attention. Right? And this is how it works. Like, you end up with a bunch of guys that are working on different things and then... As, as it gets closer to the time, they suddenly realize like, oh, wait a sec, what's going on? And then they voice, right? And we have an incredible social movement going on at the same time. And there's a really legitimate question of like, by them going into the bubble, do they hurt the movement? Do they either hurt the movement by not being active in the marches and not being involved? Or... Do they act as a distraction and a opiate of the people? And suddenly the marches lose because we're moving back to normalcy. Like there are, there's a pretty good argument that the no sports and the COVID aspect of things has led this to be more powerful and more moving of a movement than it would have been otherwise. Like that's legitimate. So the same question's got to be asked. Like if we go back to work, and we start playing as young black men, are we suddenly hurting the movement? Nothing wrong with asking these questions. In fact, if these questions were not being asked, it'd be disappointing. Again, this kind of goes to the whole feeling I have of the day. Like, we actually all agree on most of this. On almost all these things, I think we agree. We're just being pitted against each other in a terrible way. But I think we all agree that the players and are, should admire the fact that the players are thinking about these things. They're thinking about their personal safety. They're thinking about whether or not they have a negative impact by going back to work. I don't know the answer. Do they do more by playing and having the platform and being able to speak? Or do reporters in that bubble suddenly get tired of listening to it and they don't report on it as much, it doesn't come out, or they can't have that immediate impact, or the fact that they have games to report on and talk about minimizes them to shut up and dribble. I don't know. The financial implications if the players balk on this and decide not to play are astronomical astronomical so while it is a legitimate discussion and while it's a discussion that should be taking place oh boy I'm not sure the owners ever forgive them the owners could rip up the CBA be into a negotiation we could be at MLB levels there's a chance there Because it could be up to like $1.3 billion of loss if we don't come back and play. Now, the other angle, by the way, 
is the coronavirus is spiking all over the place right now. We've generally stopped doing any of the things the epidemiologists have told us to do, and we're seeing the impact of that. Right? Like, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid. This is a bad analogy. I remember I, I went to college in L.A. I had a car and I remember my dad telling me, like, whatever you do, do not go down to the border with your car. So, of course, a few months into college, what did I do? I went down to the border and my car got broken into. Right. And I had to call home in tears like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I kind of feel like that's where we are in COVID. Like, eh, we're going to not listen to like the elder statesman that actually knows what's going on and then oh shoot uh we'll see but we are certainly spiking all across the country so there's a chance that if there's like a war of a nationwide spike and all this is taking place so we're gonna have a hard time playing anyway hope not let's talk about donovan's role in this so it's interesting that donovan donovan is establishing himself as a voice he jason tatum bam out kyle kuzman mo bamba evidently according to reports were the five players that voiced their concern about injury concern as they walk toward their $100 million extension. So I actually wonder, here's a thought I had on Donovan. Maybe this is completely natural. It's $100 million on the line. It seems really natural. I also wonder if the COVID thing got him spooked, right? He reacted very adversely toward, toward things when the COVID thing, when he got caught, when he got, uh, you know, I think out of concern and fear that, oh my gosh, I have this much on the line and I might be about to be really sick and risk it. Like, I think there was a, I'm guessing, I haven't talked to him. I'm guessing there was a 24-year-old, I've never heard of this thing, what is this? I have it, fear, oh my gosh, how, like, worst doomsday, worst case scenario. Understandably, 100% understandably. Not, not a critical ounce of comment there at all. But that's the way I have perceived some of the reactions by Donovan. Um, and some of those, you know, the month of not talking to Rudy, the comments to Robin Roberts, like oh, those were a guy that like, like, and I think that might've spooked him of like, I was that close to a hundred million. I got COVID and I didn't get my hundred million. Like, I think that was a spook. And now you are, wow, weird circumstance coming back. How's it going to work? Eight games, playoffs. Ah, am I risking a hundred million? Totally natural. And I think they might be related. I don't know. I'm just kind of playing Dr. Phil here. But it seems like those two might be a little related, right? You, you're you that close. You get spooked. Now you're like, really? Again? I have to do this? So that, that might be where... Oh, it's also, you know, it's also legitimate, right? This is a strange way to come back. You're on the verge of 100 million. Can you protect us a little bit? Um, I don't know. You know, the interesting one to me on some of these players is... What's interesting is I think Bam, Tatum, and Donovan are all going to be max. Kuzma and Bamba are not. Though Bamba very quietly in Orlando was playing better at the end uh, and, and might be making inroads. I just don't think he's a max. And so I wonder if there's some way that on the players that you can't really do this, but the players that are max that, you know, the Jazz tell Donovan, like, okay, under these unique circumstances, we are going to give you the max contract uh, and promise you the max contract coming up regardless if you get anything happens to you in the next, you know, let's hope 
you know, somewhere between 15 and 22 games. It's a thought. I don't know. All right, I have an app. I need you Qualtrics brilliant little technology people down there in Silicon Slopes to call me on this one. I have an app. I have an idea. I want to share it. You're not allowed to steal it. This is a really stupid idea for me to share this on a podcast with public audience. Who's going into business with me on this? I might have the connections to get it done, and that's why you need me. Otherwise, you'll just go on your own way and do it. Today's show is brought to you by Crown Ogden. Matt Lund over at Crown does such a great work. So it's a neat story. He and his dad bought the Ogden branch of Crown Trophy. Crown Trophy is the largest trophy uh, provider across the country. Uh they do just, they do, they're the largest award franchise in America. And when I was talking to Matt the very first time, his passion like powered through. They've owned this company since 2004. He said, imagine a world where everyone is ecstatic about what they get when they represent the best things in people's lives. We do a lot of awards that are really cool, personalize the awards so that people, uh, the persons feel that appreciation. We're actually using, I've been so impressed by Matt, we're using him for a bunch of locked on stuff coming up here. Really, we're kind of instituting a whole program. Pretty excited about doing that. He wants to do something with you. Send him your logo. Send him a budget or piece, total quantity. And he can, he can put this thing together. And it's unbelievable what he can do. He will make your lo- a logo just pop. I mean, pop. It's really cool to see. Uh, he did it for me. I'll show it when we do a live show coming up here. Uh, he was able to take um, this fabulous kind of piece of our logo and then build it into, so now I have, uh, it's kind of sign behind me. He's doing t-shirts for us. He's doing hats, doing everything. He really does pretty outstanding uh, variety of work. They specialize in lasers, engaging for machine parts, medical devices, aerospace items, traceable markings. If you need your guns lasered, Pocket knives, tumblers, yetis, any of that. Absolutely fabulous work. Does screen printing through heat transfer process. It's faster, less expensive, and higher quality. Super impressive. Any of those type of things, go to Crown Ogden. 801-621-2055. Crown Ogden on Facebook. Crown Ogden at Gmail. Ask Matt. Tell Matt that I say hi. 801-621-2055. That's 801-621-2055. So here's my app idea. Everyone's talking about piping crowd noise into the games. Could we create an app where you're at home and you could start cheering via an app at home that impacts the crowd noise in the arena? How would you do it? What are the different ways you could do it? Could you, like, maybe you buy a certain amount of crowd noise every game that you're able to impact the game with? Um, We could be like Buffalo Wild Wings where you impact the free throw shooter in a strange way. Like, maybe you're buying $5 worth of crowd noise if the NBA is smart, they would donate it to Black Lives Matters right now or some other, or maybe the, this is a way to regain some revenue for the teams on their fan game, whatever, whatever it might be. 
Um, so that would be my idea. And then, you know, the problem is there'd be more Laker fans. So I guess the Lakers get louder, right? We just, we, or maybe we have more passionately involved fans. I, I don't know, um, which way goes, but I think that would be like a cool, so you're on a run and like, or maybe there's only, if they can do it. So there's only certain available times by which, um, you are able to, um, do that. Um, I don't know. Feel free to develop this with me, but I think there's got to be some way rather than piped in crowd noise to create some sort of crowd involvement at home. You're watching it live. Your team's fired up. You're going to use a few crowd cheers in a big moment. You're going to use a defense chant. You can choose which chants you want. They use a certain amount of, you know, like the defense chant costs you 10 cents or the, you know, the rally chant cost you that i don't know like just some thoughts i don't know i thought i'd throw it out there stupid idea or you like it uh interesting fuse news notes pga tour went off seemingly pretty well they're going to travel from site to site do their testing see how it works it's gonna be really interesting it's a great tournament uh my wife and kids were attacked to the television i think the ratings will be good they had big names it was entertaining, and the lack of fans just made it feel like you're watching like a college or a junior tournament, which was kind of weird, but it was fun. Um, NASCAR goes off without the Confederate flag. I do feel like I was listening to uh, some podcasts where people were saying this was a big step. I actually think the positive thing here is I think the world has switched and that nobody was going to sponsor a NASCAR race with Confederate flags in the background, which is like... The actually idea, if you think about it, that, like, this is another one we all agree on. Like, if we're really honest about it, we all agree on it. Like, the swastika used to stand for the sun, right? It doesn't anymore. Like, the Confederate flag actually has always stood for one thing. It doesn't stand for Southern heritage. Go, go read the origins of it. Go read the founder, the guy who designed it, and what it means. Like, the swastika actually used to stand for the sun, and then it got changed. We don't use it anymore. Okay? Like, these aren't complicated issues. We all agree on these things. I mean, unfortunately, not we all, but like we all. If you don't like stop, think about it, please. These aren't complicated. So I actually think that one is a case of a little bit of the. The world going the other way, I think NASCAR NASCAR had to do that, maybe like their core base of people. It's going to offend, but like the teeter totter on that one is like the corporate sponsors are going to leave. NHL's made some advancements July 10th. It looks like they'll be playing probably right around the same time the NBA is. Um, And two interesting stories out of college coming out. One is uh, six Houston players positive tested, bunch of Alabama players with positive tests. Like they're getting a lot of positives on the young kids, maybe asymptomatic. It's going to be interesting to see, and maybe the NBA is going to find the same. The NBA is going to start testing here very shortly. So this is the model the NBA is using, is they're going to test here early while they're at home and then move from there. Um, so I think that's... You know, you're going to find you're, you're, they're really 
The hope is that they get to Orlando with every single person having been tested multiple times and negative. And then that opens up a the ability to keep the bubble as secure as possible. Though Michelle Roberts said the other day, someone will test positive. So interesting. Uh, I wanted to share a fun little final note for you. Uh, while we were building the Black Lives Roundtable and kind of talking to our talent about doing the um, I Will campaign that we've been running on air. You probably haven't heard it on this show as much because we have a lot of advertising and so there's not a lot of promos. Uh, our hosts actually came back to us and talked about the donations they wanted to make to local and national organizations. So all of our hosts came together and they are making donations to local and national organizations. They're fighting for a change in the month of June. Lockdown is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your donation along with us, visit LockedOnPodcast.com slash Black Lives Matter. Have a wonderful day. Thanks very much for tuning in. Monday edition of Locked On NBA. Josh Lloyd talks to Mr. Bass of Locked On Nets about Kyrie and other big stories taking place. So feel free to right now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of podcast Locked On NBA.